It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What What's up? up? What is up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 135,000 of Jobbing Out. Anyone? Not everybody that, at once. Uh, how many, is that how many? Is that how many bars did I drop? I mean, <laughs> I was gonna suggest you're, that. You're, is, that the, is that the temperature of the microphone after I was uh you're you're dancing around it it's uh in just the first 24 hours how many views of the hit row championship cipher were on just the official youtube channel alone so that doesn't even count all the you know the folks that are stealing content and resharing it themselves that is awesome it's jobbing out glenn clark brandon linton aaron oster and yes indeed he's back the main event. Band, 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 band. Yeah, AJ Francis, aka Frank, aka Who Hotter Than Top Dollar. Not Nala. There's our guy. There's our guy. He's back with us this week. Uh, fresh off a championship cipher that melted the internet. Um, dude, just take me through how this happened. Like, how th- this is. I don't like giving you credit for anything, but you are truly rewriting history right now. How did something like this come together? Honestly, um, you know, we were going to do like a a popping bottles, spraying uh, Isaiah with champagne like you would after you just won a Super Bowl. And they were like, oh, we want to do something at the Great American Bash. We were like, all right, cool. So then, um, I mean, by the way, that part of it sounds cool too. Like I have always, yeah. I mean, I, I hope you still do that at some point. Yeah. So like we did it and, um, uh, we do, we, we, we get the call like, Oh, um, we're thinking about doing a cipher. We're like, I bet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like the thing is that like, and to their credit is like, they come up with the ideas that they, that they want us to do, but they let us do it completely how they want to do it like they didn't like we structured how we wanted it to be we structured the order so that we could have the best performance um we um and then we like we were like well we should do this uh the the song too um because everybody loves the song and uh it honestly it's like this is exactly what I had in mind when I think hip hop faction, but you know how it is. Like you don't, you don't know how the people who like, they might not write for us, but they got to decide what we like, what segment we're in, what we're going to do, all those kind of things. And like, this is exactly what I envisioned when I thought of, you know, the road, which became the hit makers, which now is hit row. This is exactly what I had in mind. And, um, like just the simple fact that 
we got to do it exactly how we wanted to. And then not only was it awesome, but like when we come back through the curtain and, you know, uh, Wade Baird says, dude, you guys, this is the, the coolest thing ever. Like after the, after the show, I mean, after our segment was over, like people make all these jokes. Well, oh, the crowd was dead. That's not true. They just, only, you only saw the crowd that was like directly behind us. Like, the, the whole crowd was chanting hero for like five minutes after our segment ended. You know what I'm saying? To the point that um, after the show, Beth Phoenix came up and was like, I can't wait to hear that in a 20,000 person arena. Yeah. You know what I'm yo, yo, I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's insane. I, I so want to go back. So it's, like wait, we're, so- we're, it's, it's crazy the fact that like we were able to do exactly how we wanted to do and it came off exactly how we wanted it to come off and it was a hit. Immediately, yeah. I will go back. Someone in the NXT writing room knows what a cipher is. That actually surprises me. Multiple people do, yeah. And for the people that didn't know, uh, we sent them uh, a picture of Eminem's cipher so they know what it would look like. Well, I, th- I thought you were gonna say now they know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they didn't they know, also, then now they know, right? They are very well aware now, yeah. They now they know. Um, yeah, and, and, it, and it just keeps getting bigger, right? Like, you just keep doing this shit, and there's a lot of, st- like, wrestling fans suck, obviously. Like, wrestling fans, uh, I've said that for a long time. You've always been like, wrestling fans are the best, and I'm like, no, wrestling fans are terrible. I don't know why you would say that. Um, and, and oftentimes, love something. I love this revisionist history is incredible. No, I mean, that's the way it's been for years. For like seven years, we've been doing the show. I've been saying that, and you've been saying the opposite. It's just a crazy thing. Um, but like wrestling fans will love something and decide in a minute, like, man, I don't love this anymore for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And that's not happening. Like it's, it's not happening. Oh, it's definitely, it's, don't don't get it wrong. There are still people that pretend that what we did is on Tuesday was not the coolest thing that's ever happened on NXT. I need need names, I need addresses. A lot of of those people I've seen on Twitter, they seem to have the same couple things in common. Yes, and (laughs) here's a little hint. Their profile picture is a picture of their dog. (laughs) Or or them holding a fish. Yeah. Sunglasses and a uh, trucker hat. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the, the funny thing to me is that, like, it's never a problem. When, you know, like, I never saw this kind of reaction, like, visceral hate to, to, to Poppy. Mm. Like, people might have been like, oh, man, I'm not really into Poppy's music, but that was kind of cool what she did with Eo Shirai. Never once did, like, when, what was the name? We had him on the show. The guy that did the violin for Shinsuke. Oh, uh, Lee England, right? Lee England. Nobody was. Nobody ever was like, "Oh, I don't really like violins," but this is killer. It's kind of cool. Uh, to the black hip hop faction, it's you guys are trash. You guys suck. You guys so... can't rap. And I'm like, what? But the thing is that, like, a the people in the business and behind the curtain, and people that are wrestlers that are big in the business now, they all love what we do, and they recognize that it's unique and it's never been done before and it's incredibly entertaining. And I would say probably 80% of the crowd does as well. Like most people that do hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or anything or, or that watch the show, they love what we're doing, but you know, you know, 
People gotta hate just because they're gonna hate. You know how to work. Yeah, you say that. I every time I search hit row on Twitter, all I see is just nothing but people flying on like all over. Go go to the Facebook post. Like when WWE makes a post, look at the comments. Like what he's saying is exists, but I'm not saying it doesn't exist, man. I'm not it's a certain segment of people. It's not normal people. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. Correct. And unfortunately, their votes count as much as much as ours do, and that's the real problem in our society. <laughs> and there's not a whole lot that we can do about that. Where Where do you go next, though? Like, do you, Do you ever like think about like this is the type of thing? Do Do you have the next six things already mapped out? Like, okay, we can do this, and then we can still do this. Yeah, Hit Row was all my idea. I have a million others, like. Trust me, the what we do next is not up to me. Like, if it was up to me, like, we'd be on all three shows. I mean, I, I heard a, <laughs> I heard a rumor about a, a certain show heading to a certain place, and yeah, I mean, it would be awesome to be on SmackDown for Rolling Loud, but like, but we'd have to get on SmackDown first, so yeah. that would be like, <laughs> I mean, what 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 are you doing in professional wrestling if you literally have this amazing hip hop faction? You go to the biggest hip hop show, uh, not, not to mention we had the cipher the day before they announced the them show. be them being there and Hit Row not being there would be the most insane fucking thing that has happened in a while. I, mean, I, I think I, was, I tweeted out, if, if Hit Row is not there, what the hell are we I doing mean, in professional wrestling? makes no sense. I, I get it. It ain't your decision. I understand that. Not your call. Um, I'd, I'd be in Miami tonight if they had right. to. Like, I, I don't got to wait till, uh, what is it, July What is it, July 21st? What was it? Uh, that sounds right. Yep. Yeah, I ain't got to wait. You know what I'm saying? I'll be there tonight. I feel you. And uh, there's another one in New York in the fall, so if that one goes well, maybe they'll do it again. There's another Rolling Loud in New York. Oh, I didn't know they were doing that. I had no idea yeah. they were doing another Rolling Loud. Well, that's amazing. How's everything? Yeah, they, do a, they do a few of them. I mean, I, I think we need to address the real thing, though, that we've kind of left like to the side a little bit, which is, um, y- y- you know, you still your teams kind of struggled when uh, you and I were on different teams when we played Slip Cup a couple weeks ago. Let's just be honest <laughs> about it. Kind of had some issues. I think you're kind of a shitty ki- team captain, if I'm being honest with you. I was never team captain. Oh, is that the problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was always, I was always a first-round draft pick. <laughs> this is, never oh, you say that, though. I, at one point, I let the other team have the first-round pick, and for some reason... Just so that they could get me. And they, they did not pick you. And they, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It happened twice. <laughs> it happened yeah. twice. Like, this, is, this was worse than Lamar Jackson falling to the 32nd pick in the draft. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> there I, was going, I, was, I was dominating this. Slip cup, man. Uh, when we what? were all three on the same team, I don't believe we lost at all. Uh, no, 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 it didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. Uh, what else is going on, brother? Everything good in your world? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's really feels really good to like be able to create, come up with an idea that in a business and in an industry where not like the, it's not just the fans that are can be fickle like the people in the business are can be very fickle so it's like to have an idea and execute it in a way that it has like no detractors like fans are going to be fans and they're going to hate just to hate they hated Roman Reigns for five years before they realized he's the best thing I mean, on earth. As oh, in- I'm sorry about that I don't know what the hell that was 
Um, oh, are you on OnlyFans? Yeah. Don't worry about me over here. I'm just fine. <laughs> Hang on. I need to turn the camera off for a second. Don't mind me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, like they're going to be that way. But like, like I, Matt Riddle happened to be at the PC today and he saw me. He was like, bro, you're killing it, bro. Yeah. Like, I love it. Amazing. Like, that's cool, man. Like, like, and that's just in passing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, almost was there. To, like, there's, there's so many people that love what we do in the industry. It, like, is really validating to the fact that, like, that, like, you know, my brainchild is, has, it's just starting, but it's already so white hot. You know, AJ, AJ, the problem is Jim Bob in, uh, somewhere in Kentucky is, has, yeah, has a problem not, with it. They're just not feeling so, it. It doesn't matter what fucking Matt Riddle thinks. Yeah, like, they're just not. We got to worry about Jim Bob in Kentucky, right? Not his thing. <laughs> um, I would prefer to listen to Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I do think his opinion might be a bit more valuable. It's funny too. Like I don't think people fully realize this, but like you late. So obviously it started before then. But I remember it's talking in great detail. That day we were walking around in New York at WrestleMania, you were laying out a lot of this in yeah. great detail. <laughs> like, in great detail, what the plans were. And you weren't even in WWE at that point. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I don't... My whole life, the reason I've been so successful is I don't just say shit. I do what I say. I had this idea in 2018. I started it in 2018. I didn't know all the steps it was going to take to get to where it is right now, but I knew this was going to happen. I mean, and lo and behold, along the way, Aaron told me I should take promo lessons from Lance Bass. That did, that did happen. <laughs> that was a thing that occurred. Like you know, the, all Wait, Lance are, Bass, like the in sync person. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not Lance Bass it from was, uh, Air, uh, from Nick Carter. Yeah. Come on, it was Nick Carter. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, he, <laughs> did. he did say that. Told me, not, he didn't even ask me to take uh, lessons from the real original boy band, Boys to Men. Like, no, <laughs> he was like, he, you know, or New Edition at least. Like, he he was like, nah. Well, hang on a second though. But if Carter. if anyone knows what a hip hop wrestling faction should be about, it's definitely Aaron Oster. Let's be That's fair right. about that. <laughs> no, and Nick Carter, Nick Carter, and Aaron Oster. Guys, That's absolutely guys, who knows about just, it. You guys just blew the layup. The correct answer was to say. Aaron Carter. Oh, damn it. He literally made a damn rap it. song. Damn it. I think, uh, by the way, he's doing pornography now, Aaron Carter. He's a pretty good was fighter. It, wasn't he in a boxing fight yeah, the other He was also in a boxing one? match. He, he but got I'm, destroyed. That's I'm, I was, I was I'm, not, I'm not kidding about this. I'm 90% certain he's doing pornography. Is that what you were just watching? Yes, that was why that, that video <laughs> started popping up. As I was checking out. Hang on a second. I was looking up. When I saw him do this boxing thing, I was like, what has Aaron Carter been doing? And, uh, yeah, he apparently uh, ventured into the world of pornography last year. So, I mean, God bless, bro. I, I want to make this very clear. I do, not, I do not knock however man makes their hustle. Do not knock that whatsoever. Whatever you're doing, God bless you. But uh, that's the uh, that's the path that Aaron Carter has taken, and that's who Aaron Oster thought AJ should turn to for advice on how to become clearly uh, a, a hip hop wrestling faction. Hey, hip hop fighting! Clearly, he's the guy. Yeah, something like that, <laughs> something along those lines. Um, uh, is there anything else that you can tease that you have coming up? I I would be lying to you if I told you that I knew what we were gonna do next. I do. <laughs> man, it is crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. 
You find you'll find out. We'll find out. That's the way it all yeah. goes. I'll find, when I find out, I, I, I can't wait to find out. Not like we're sitting here trying to make travel plans or anything. Not like we're yeah. I'm. I mean, you're not the only one interested in going to Vegas. I hear you. Know you. I hear you, bro. I uh, hear you. Yeah, the, but the cool thing is, like, there has never been anything like that. What we did on Tuesday. And they let us do it how we wanted to do it. So it was like, it's really reassuring to know that the boss man sees what we see and, and understands what we understand and is willing to give us when that you, much okay, leeway. Wait, is, that, is that Triple H? Is that what you're saying when you say boss man? Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah, because tri- I mean, if Triple H, to be honest, like we wanted to do... We wanted to do, and this is a testament to him and his brain. Like, if you watch the Double XL ciphers or the the BET ciphers, like they don't do them live in front of the crowd. They do them like pre-recorded, edited in like in like a cool little area, edited. Yeah, you know, with best possible, you know, audio and visuals and all those things, and like. You don't got to get it in one take because they can just edit around you making messing up, which is what 99% of those rappers do in those situations, right? You're, you're, you're live on national television. Triple <laughs> H was like, Triple H was like, we want to do it live. And we're like, like, I don't have a problem performing it live. It's like, there's just a lot of factors. Like, the crowd could hate on it and boo, and then it just looks shitty. Like, or Mike like, goes uh, out or something like that. Mike goes out or like, beat is hard to like because you know you're hearing the beat over loudspeakers in an, a large area like you know that could mess up your timing your reactions all you know what i'm saying like it could, but there's could be a lot that goes wrong there so we were like nah we should probably do it he was like nah i think he was like you guys should do this live in front of the audience he's like all right so like we were like i wouldn't say against it but we felt that it would be better to do it the other way and we were wrong because this, I mean, it would have still, it would have still looked better because it would have been pre-recorded and edited and perfect lighting and all those things. But like, like the just doing that in front of the crowd yeah. and then and then going right into the performance, yeah. like it was, it, it it made a moment that I don't think will ever be duplicated in wrestling and it has never been done before. And the cooler thing was, when was the last time? performers in wwe got seven minutes yo oh no, yeah that, that was that shocked me that's the first screen, thing i said to you yeah on screen and it didn't promote a storyline it didn't have anything to do with wrestling at all no nope. it was just pure entertainment like wait, wait, when, when you guys went to the ring i was so sure somebody was coming out because that's wrestling i had someone tell me that they were confused because they didn't understand how someone didn't come out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, that's what we've been trained for. That, that's wrestling right there. That's, I 100% you was on the stage and you go yeah. to the ring, it's because someone's getting you in the ring. <laughs> I can and tell you why someone didn't come out because the person who would have come out, they don't want got, to be booed. And yeah, they I mean, they would have been buried, no doubt, man. They would have been buried. <laughs> and they would have got their the ass whooped. What <laughs> Four I, people. <laughs> I saw you say something on social media about that, that shot of all y'all grabbing the ropes, that that wasn't, like, planned. That, Not planned at all. Tell me about that. 
So, it's just the end of my verse, and it's the beat tag from, um, this is an exclusive, nobody knows this, but the end of my verse is, uh, it says, oh my god, it's Chamber, and that's the beat tag for the producer that I've made at least a dozen songs Okay, with, okay. That, that, um... He would. I, I intentionally made his, the last line of my verse his beat tag because I knew when we made the song originally on the beat that we made it on that they would be like, nah, we want to use our own beat so that we can own it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to put his beat tag in my verse. They won't know it's a beat tag because they're not really hip hop like that. <laughs> and lo and behold, he makes he, the beat tag makes the song. So it's like a cool little homage to the guy that that's actually cool. helped us made us make the song that's cool but it's a it's a real visceral reaction when that thing drops so like we were all happened to be by the ropes and we all said it at the same time and like leaned back on the ropes and like we didn't plan that that wasn't like a thing that we did it was just like it just naturally we all did it at the exact same time and that that couldn't be more evidence of how easy it is for us all to play off of each other I mean, that looked amazing. I mean, it, look, that visual is ridiculous, bro. Like, it's such a ridiculous visual. It's so goddamn... Uh, speaking of ridiculous visuals, someone, and you can, if you want to see this, go to AJ's Twitter at, at AJFrancis410. Is that famili- it? Not familiar. Not, yep. So, not. he retweeted this from another guy. Somebody filmed Wade Barrett watching this, and it's fucking awesome. Wait a second. <laughs> the, person, the person who filmed it, is Brock Lesnar guy. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second. How far down do I have to go on the page in order Not to find far. it? Not far. Just right. keep going. You'll see a video with Wade Barrett. Whoever tweeted it said, you got to love Wade Barrett. He knows money when he sees it. <laughs> God, that's awesome. Holy shit, that's Look cool. Look at him rocking out. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> he, really. I think he yelled it, bro. That's really when cool, he points, man. He says something in points. <laughs> He's so, Isn't that fucking amazing? Dude, that's great. That's tremendous, man. That's so tremendous. I, told you, man, I, I think I won weight over the first time when I did the, the World's Strongest Wasteland to Tony Nese and yeah, Ari. Yeah. And then ever since then, he's like loved us. And then like during the performance, he was like, like he bought tickets to the show. He was like in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, look at him. That's Clearly. so cool, dude. That's so cool. That's, oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, we said this week uh, in the the text thread it was um, it's time for the jobbing out cipher, right? Like that's Hell yeah. that's that's the next thing. So uh, I'll be the judge. Each one of you gets eight bars. So Go. so wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who wants to start? Brandon, you want to start? No, no, it's Brandon's turn. Yeah, you want to start? No. All right. Well, Aaron, you want to start? Right, hold on. No, it'll make it. Let's make it fair. I'm the judge. All right. All right. I'm thinking of a number between one and eleven. What is it? Uh, s- not nada. Six <laughs> six point nine. Uh, five. Yeah, hey, I was gonna take six point nine. Uh, I will go uh, seven. Wow, the correct answer is seven, and Glenn was closest to it until Aaron said mm, seven. That's too bad. So Aaron, Aaron, you get to pick the you get to pick the order. Uh, Brandon, Glenn, and me. Oh, <sighs> asshole. <laughs> Uh, I did not prepare for this. I was kidding. I, I was going to say, I thought we were doing this in a few weeks, like the SummerSlam well, yeah. show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. You, know right you know what's funny about that? 
One prepared. One of us prepared. Well, then you can go first. Go ahead. (laughs) I need more of my headphones. I don't even know. This is going to go really badly. I should have actually, like, practiced at some point, but I didn't. So, here we are. A jobbing out cipher. I guess it's about time. You'll be like Razor's hair. I'm going to lay you to the side. You boys weren't ready. You're probably feeling like a jerk because you're like me in school. You forgot about the homework. I'll start with AJ. I see you got yourself a hobby. You're asking who's hotter, bro. You ain't even want a jobby. Tuesday nights on USA, getting all in Bronson's face. But, dude, I've seen what's been in yours. Tell me how my ass tastes. Hit Rose hot. Even Kevin Owens agrees. You might be the main event. You'll never be the man beast. Brandon Linton, you know it's good to have him on this. You might have beat cancer. Can't beat male pattern baldness like Chris Farley. You got a question? Yeah, I got one. Remember when you did that thing? Yeah, that was awesome. Aaron's takes are awful. Call-ups ruined NXT? I think it's been five years. Hey, Frank, it seems okay to me. He's not just the worst. He's a goddamn contrarian. How you 35 years old but be like an octogenarian? The boys weren't ready for my smoke, but you know they ain't all that bad. Oh, damn, I fucked that part up. I can't do a live uh, cypher. I can't do it. I can't do a live cypher. We can't follow that. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll do this oh. when uh, we... Re- oh, uh, I wish uh, I would have finished it, know, but that felt good. The SummerSlam, the SummerSlam prediction show, you all got to come with 16 bars. Okay. And I, I want to pick a real winner. But Glenn, you won today. Bro. But obviously the best line was when you said that Brandon beat cancer, but he couldn't beat Bill Patterson. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, I felt good about that one. I felt good about that one. I wish I would have uh, worked it out so I could have hit the flow better on contrarian and octogenarian. I felt good about that one. Where'd you get that uh, beat? Uh, I don't know. I just searched old school beat on YouTube. That's oh, okay. That was that was why the thing played earlier. That was why the commercial <laughs> played earlier, as I was just looking for a beat. I should have actually practiced this. And I still feel... I felt like I got both of yours were good. I felt like... Um, uh, you got a hobby, but you ain't never. You, you're asking who's hotter, but you ain't even never won a jobby. I felt I felt yeah, good about that good. one. And I wonder, we don't know that I'm winning a jobby this year. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, I, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not giving that away yet. Um, I had a few other things. I literally this this came from me just being on the bike last night. That's all. Like, opened up the notes <laughs> app and did that on the bike last night. That's all I got for you. Off the dome. Yep. So uh, so I I I think I think I get the belt. Correct. I mean, I get the belt. I believe I've delivered now the best cipher of anybody on this show. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Like, who's had a better cipher than of, of anybody on this show than me? I think I, I think I'm the reigning champion now. Is that true? I think that might be the way it goes. I think that's the case. You didn't do it on this show though, so I'm definitely claiming the belt until otherwise. All right, all right. Um, uh, AJ, uh, what do you want to plug? Um, sorry, I'm eating Doritos. Um, <laughs> you also plug Doritos. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out Doritos. Give me more money, please. Um, it worked for that. Who's the chick? The the runner, Christina Clemens from Waldorf. She like wore the Doritos earrings in the in the trials, and then they sent her like boatloads of shit for it. Well, I will be wearing Doritos shoes. I mean, bro, you get on that. You might have to wear earrings. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna wait till the next Great American Bash or uh, Capital Punishment or whatever the next USA theme show is that I want, and I'm gonna have one Cool Ranch Dorito shoe and one Nacho Cheese Dorito shoe. <laughs> it's perfect. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest idea I've ever uh, heard in my life. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, follow me on all social media at AJ Francis four one zero. Make sure you watch NXT. Um, every Tuesday because we like run that show. So like, it's like cool because we're like the coolest thing in wrestling and, um, it's not close. Nobody is, uh, okay. There's one thing cooler than us in wrestling. So other than Roman Reigns, there's right, okay. Yeah, right. There's, us. there's that, there is that. And, and he's the second best cipherer on the show. <laughs> Remarkable. Number two, solid number is that two. True? <laughs> solid number two. <laughs> All right, there he goes. You, know, you, oh. you want to hear another? You want to hear another crazy stat I said on Twitter? Go ahead. The first half of my cipher I wrote six years ago. Oh no shit! Oh, that's cool. That, that verse is six years old. I'm that nice. That's cool. Man. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> All right, uh, there he is. He is the main event. It. Yeah, you ain't even want a jobby. All right, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. See you, dude. There he is. AJ, uh, top dollar. Appreciate him hopping on with us this week. All right, boys. um, Didn't mean to embarrass you, but uh, I thought we agreed. I thought we were doing um, the jobbing out cipher. Um, So I'm pretty sure I just just, uh, paid off like four bets right there. I'm pretty sure that's the way that goes. (laughs) I mean, putting myself out there to look like an asshole. (laughs) It was good. I was gonna say it was pretty good. I felt, actually, I felt really good about a few of the lines. Some of them I was see, and, throwing, and I was just throwing into double some lines coverage. And I was going to say you can't pay off any bets, so damn it. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is why I'm like uh, I'm like a, a bunny rabbit in uh, in Eight Mile. I'm taking all your material and I'm using it before you get a chance to. Now what are you gonna do? Now you what are you gonna do? Mom's spaghetti. All right, uh, let's get into the week that was in professional wrestling. Um, anybody have a particular place that they would like to start this week? Okay, boy, that is resounding. I mean, just based off of recency. Oh, bias, oh Aaron he... might have Aaron might have actually frozen. I just thought he was not responding. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately thought he was just not responding and staring in his face. As it turns out, he was frozen. That was what had happened in that situation. Yeah. I'm... Okay. I think I'm unfrozen now. Yeah, Am I unfrozen you're, un- now? you're unfrozen. Yeah, go now. for it. You're good. Um, I think let's start with um. I don't want to start with the with the downside. Yeah, I mean, so. like, it, there's nothing. There's nothing. I get it. it. It was. It probably is the most important story of the week, just because it it ties so much to storyline, right? Like, it ties so much to someone getting a massive push, being in an incredible spot, and now what exactly happens? And I'm not sure that I know the answers to that because. It's. I mean, it really is an awkward spot. Uh, Jimmy Uso, of course, fresh off. You know, now he's main event. Jimmy Jimmy Uso, uh, unfortunately, was arrested again um, for a DUI. I. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know what to say. I don't think it can be good. I don't think WWE can look away, um, given his history. I don't think that they can pretend like it's not a thing. I don't think they can continue to. You know, just just elevate him. I, it's 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 horrendous timing. Obviously, it's you know it's it's horrendous. Was in general. it him before who we all thought they would punish? They didn't. In fact, they maybe won the belts or something. But then they clearly punished like later. 
Was it yes. him that they did that to? Yes. Yes. Like they they still won the belts, but yes. then like yeah, we we because they were they were in the feud with Miz and Shane, and we thought oh they they wouldn't do it now. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like that kind of scenario, like whatever they have planned, maybe gets sped up a little bit, but he's not punished immediately this week or whatever. I'm not saying good, bad, otherwise. I'm just wondering if literally that is where they go. Yeah, I mean, I... I, Go ahead. I was going to say, like, it's just because this is a recurring thing, because this isn't the first time that in a very high-profile way that this is, you know, this is showing up in TMZ every time. Obviously, the last time was even more high-profile because he got into the fight with the police officer at the scene and everything. Um, I... I have a hard time seeing how he they can do any I mean short of him showing up on SmackDown this week and Roman just absolutely putting him out of action because of what happened, you know. And he he got beat up by Edge, that sort of thing. Like I don't know how he can be a regular thing going. Or forward. they could easily say he's still suffering from his injuries from last yeah. week. Yeah, they I mean, can you, absolutely you absolutely do that. And that's it's the only, and I hate I did think about that in the aftermath of the news where I said like if the story really is is getting back to Jay at some point, if that's really where the story is going, it's it's not the end of the world storyline wise. I mean, it's 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 still everything about it is awful. It's awful. Like the dude, his blood alcohol level was over .20. I mean, that that's that's a nightmare. Um, you know, everything about the story is terrible from a wrestling perspective. If the story was supposed to pivot back to Jay at some point you can still very well do that with Jay kind of coming. You, you never really have to address it. It can just be that Edge uh, put Jimmy Uso out or, to your point, Aaron, if they want to have him show up to have Roman wreck him on Friday night, like Roman could put it out, and that could be what ultimately leads to the redemption of Jay Uso. It's just a question of whether or not we actually believe that the story was pivoting back to Jay Uso, and if so, at what point. Um yeah, it just sucks. I mean, on a human level, it just sucks. You know, it, it and it sucks for someone that 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 it was in a great spot right now, and you know, it's just all of it's just awful. It's awful they have to deal with that, and somebody that we respect so much as a performer, yeah, it's just I I don't really have anything else to say about it other than it just sucks. Everything about it just sucks, and we'll have to see how they go about handling it. I am with you that I don't I don't think at this point that they can just try to pretend like it doesn't exist and i i think that would be a whether they maybe it's not that they can't they can do whatever they want the wwe of course they can do whatever they want i think it would be a a terrible mistake at this point to go about that way that being said um as far as what they did on friday night i am they are definitely making Edge as compelling as he can possibly be, given the circumstances, given that, I pray to God, he ain't winning the belt. No. Given right. that you're doing it at Money in the Bank, given that all, like, they're making him as compelling as they possibly can, given the circumstances. Is it, is there almost a little bit of part of me that's like, okay, m- maybe it's too much, right? Like, Maybe it's maybe, but I think they've done largely a very good job of making making this seem interesting, despite the fact that the truth is it really shouldn't be all that interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, they've done a great job with it. I mean, quite frankly, you know, I, I couldn't help but thinking, like, if they had just done this course and done almost the exact thing back in February, back in March, I feel like, you know, they could have very easily pulled off that Edge Roman Reigns match at Mania. Now, I still would have been complaining about it for a number of reasons, but, like, this is the Edge they should have been going with. But, like, they never could would have felt like they had to add Daniel Bryan to that match to get it to where... Because, like... I guess that's the speculation, right? Is that they felt like there was no heat and they had to add Daniel Bryan to add heat. But if they had done this, you're saying you think the heat would have been there to do it as originally planned. Yeah. Edge as a, you I, I know, see that. I agree with that to an yeah. extent. I mean, to an extent, like obviously the fact that it would have been edge Roman at mania of all places would have always been problematic, but this would have at least played into the, you know, I think a majority there, there would all, you know, Glenn hated it. I didn't, I was not a fan of it, but it would have worked from a storyline perspective and made for a compelling story. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm especially because I, I don't have any fear at all that edge is going to win. I'm largely pleased by the story. Yeah. Line. That's part of it. And that's why it still to me wouldn't I, like, you can never get me to that place where it would have worked. Like you can never get me to a place where it would have worked for WrestleMania. I did say at some point you might as well have just done it. Like you made the decision, just do it. Right. And if you were going to do it, this would be better than, but there's no revisionist history that I can go back and say, I, I didn't want Edge beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That would have been disaster. There's no well, yeah. story that you could tell that would have made that okay to me to have Edge beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Part of this, as you point out, is that I accept it's not happening at Money in the Bank. And so to, to get us through, and that's, that really is the problem now, is what's the vision for when this is playing out? And to get through to that point, you still have to keep it compelling as though it's possible that Roman Reigns could be defeated somehow or that, that some of these things matter in the meantime. And this is about this is this is fine for that. This really is fine for that, and they're doing a nice job with the story. Staying on SmackDown, um, you know, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, of course, as expected. I mean, you got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a last man standing match. What did you think you were going to get? Yeah. So best best money in the bank qualifying match of all time. I mean, probably, but who would know? I mean, <laughs> who could possibly remember all of the money in the bank qualifying? I, I, I don't I don't know what the competitors yeah, are. I have no idea. I have no right, idea. right. That's that's sort of my point. Like, you'll never remember any other money in the bank uh, qualifying match. I'll remember that one. Yeah. Uh, I, I may not remember that it was a Money in the Bank qualifying match. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. There you go. We uh, we had just been talking about Zelina Vega not all that long ago. What a weird week this proved to be. <laughs> yeah. Zelina Vega's on SmackDown. All right, we'll get to the other part of it. We'll get to the oh, other part geez. of it in a minute. We'll get there. We we'll sure get there. will. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. Everybody settle down. We'll get there. We sure um, will. So it, it's weird on a lot of fronts, and yeah. it, in the days leading up to Wednesday, by the way, there was still talk that like maybe there were people within WWE that were were trying to somehow bring Alistair back too. Like, what a weird story that proved to be. But Zelina Vega's there. I, I'm I'm trying to say this. I like Zelina Vega enough, but I just don't care all that much, right? Like, I don't. I don't really care, but she's fine. You know what I mean? Like she's she's fine. The the Liv Morgan story is by far the most compelling story on the women's side. Um, there's absolutely no like, and it's it's teetering on absurd. Like that they 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 can't ignore the fact that Sonya Deville's a piece of shit. Like yeah, yeah. 
and 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 this it's a fine line it really is a fine line when you do these things between making it sort of like a a powerless person of power versus no it appears you're the one making the decisions and you're making truly horrendous decisions yeah, like they've almost booked this into a place where she has to put herself in the match because like if she just says okay Liv Morgan you're in the match then what the hell did they just do for the last 4 weeks i mean you're right they've definitely played her as either incompetent or awful one of the two well, or both well or presumably Liv Morgan has to beat Sonya Deville in sure. order to get into the match at some point i i presume like that's the next layer to this story but I mean, we say at some point there's not much time well yeah i mean they got two weeks right they got uh, this friday and next friday in order to do it and that's that's i will say this smackdown this is unbelievable by the way it's not unbelievable but it's, it's you get what i'm saying that you can have a company that has two shows and those two shows are run in such different ways that one show qualified almost all of the people in one week and the other show did it in a much more compelling fashion to where you learned one or two other one or two competitors each week told with stories, told with great matches, told with, you know, it's crazy that <laughs> you have raw and these pe- same people run the whole company. Right. Well, and but you is... have raw. That's like, here's every single guy that's going to be in the money, of the bank, with the exception of the one little last minute uh, or last chance match. Then Smackdown's like, here's a person. Here's a person next week. Here's another person. Well, and they're and they're and they're get teasing you things that make you tune in each week. The, uh, yeah. the idea of like, what's going to happen with Liv Morgan. Right. What's going to happen? You know, and it's it's just hilarious to see that play out because that's always the way you should do it. You should never do it in a way where now you have to have six man tag matches and weird um, segments with five guys talking and things like that because you've already told everyone who's in the match and you don't know what else to do with them. I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah, I, don't disagree. I was gonna say there, there's another weird thing, kind of about the the matches. It, I and I I don't know. It's not a big thing, but it's a little weird. You have you know the eight people in the money in the men's money in the bank match qualify with good matches with a last man standing match with compelling, and for the women you have two tag matches and two women just thrown into the match. And admittedly, part of that is they don't have the same the sheer number of performers in order to to do the same thing but yes there there should still be more to it um if this I'll is give smackdown a pass because that's more about the live thing right right like just putting in carmella and just putting in zelina is more about whatever they're doing with live but the raw side of it was very well and you can and you can certainly make the argument that like in in a lot of competitions if you're a um, U.S. Open golf winner, you get into the next U.S. Open, right? So you can make the argument that Carmella shouldn't have to, not that she was right. the last one, but like Carmella's won. You can make an argument for why certain people shouldn't necessarily have Except to qualify. For Zelina. Yes, Zelina <laughs> Vega. Well, and if and if Drew has to qualify, if Randy Orton has to yes, qualify, yes, there's certainly an then, interesting you know. standard. There is an interesting standard, and and there is there is no answer to that. Um, on the, to the one other thing I want to talk about that though is, is there a way they could have done this where this would have been a Money in the Bank surprise to do it in front of fans? Because that would have been do it Money a in the pop. Bank for who for well, for for Zelina Vega? No, it, could they have left no. the spot open? And no, that that was kind of my one thing is like. I think the crowd would have gone nuts for that. Uh, I Why? think you're making her matter a little more. Yeah, than she does. I think you're over. Well, because Zelina. well, I think about the the fan, you know, the fans who are going to be out at this first pay per view, the you know, the ones that we're talking about. 
I think she, you know, she did matter. She was, you know, for a minute there, the, the, you know, anti WWE, the unionization, the, oh my God, this, this would have been shocking. Where's she going? I think you're overselling that value. I mean, I, I think, I think it would have gotten like a pop, but I, I go back to the, I keep saying this about these first shows back. I think everything is getting a pop at these first shows. Well, okay. Then I would have liked to see a pop. I think it would, you know, returning people I like to see pops for. And okay, I'm not. I'm just not all that worked up about it. I'm not. Or maybe I, I'm or, not worked up. I was just. Or you know. or they might they might have known what was coming on Wednesday and they wanted to you know get get ahead yeah. of it somehow. Yeah, I, that's I possible don't, too. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um. To Raw, it happened again. It was a show. Um. Riddle is worth watching. Not a lot else. There's not a whole lot I can say about it at this point. It's, you cannot yeah. tag our truth with, 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 yes, I agree with that. What the but, hell was that? Bro, we've talked about it a lot. I don't know what we want to say. Like, I they, mean, thankfully, they got rid of it quickly. But, like, I was expecting Jeff Hardy to come out. And when our truths music hit, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole thing is just horrific yeah it's amazing. and and i i hope it's just something that gets course corrected immediately when fans get back that that's all i can well, say it most certainly will be course corrected by the fans if he walks out in a face roll against anyone yeah, <laughs> i mean like I mean, who do you put him against that he gets cheered nobody <laughs> nobody i mean elias is even like I, I will. No matter how much they've ruined Elias, he's still popular. Like the fans will still like Elias. You could put like, him against Eva Marie, and people would cheer for Eva Marie over him. Uh, let's not get carried away. Let's <laughs> not say things we might regret. Let's not go that far. Uh, but yes, yes, there's no doubt. That's uh, that's gross. Can we just talk about all those little things, like Eva Marie being cool with tagging with, or, or I'm sorry, uh, shot. Naya and Shayna are totally cool teaming with Eva Marie, but Lana was a disgrace and they couldn't tag with Lana. I mean, this is kind of silly stuff that just makes me chuckle. It's not like whatever, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, it's, I mean, they did like a three month angle about how, you know, Lana is a terrible wrestler and they can't tag with people like that or they can't, you know, whatever in survivor series and, now Eva Marie is just like their tag partner. Well, yeah, I mean that that is a thing that occurred, and I have nothing to say. I literally have nothing. I've got nothing. I for was you gonna about say, it. yeah, you're right. It you're, is fu- you're right. Funny. You're right. I, I'm not. You're not wrong. You're right. I've just got nothing else to say about it. <laughs> nothing else at all. Um, anything? I mean, is there anything else you want to touch on from Raw? Yeah, you? the riddle, uh, the riddle stuff with oh, Randy Orton. Um, do I like? I was texting with Aaron about this a little bit. Like, do we think that this? is leading to something like probably a tag match or something or or are they are they going to remove riddle from the money and like are they, they're playing this leg injury thing like where do we think this is going i genuinely i legitimately have no idea don't know yeah i genuinely i, I do like it though i think it's well done i think i like it i i think i i mostly like it because it you know what's not the like i am I admit that I am at times trepidatious. Like, at times in watching it, I'm sort of just like, I wish we were telling a Matt Riddle story right now sometimes, right? Like, I wish that was what was going on. But it's still entertaining. It's still really good. And I think think it is, right? Like, it is because ultimately it will lead to that, right? Like, 
yes, it's about Randy Orton to, to an extent, but then when we get to that, then that's going to lead to wherever that goes, which should be nothing but good for him, I would think. I think I think you're right about that. I think. It's the raw writers. Yeah, that's all. I mean, I'm not I'm still enjoying it and I'm still good with it and I'm still interested in where it's headed, but I'm just I'm admitting I have some trepidation about it just ultimately being nothing more than a joke that they're willing to abandon at some point because all it ever was was you know, something silly that they wanted to do for a little while. It but needs I want- to take a big step forward one way or another at Money in the Bank. We, ne- we need to know whether this direction is, all right, is RK-Bro a thing, or is this leading towards right, the, 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 the riddle we or the match at SummerSlam? Yes. Well, and I think the correct answer is it should be both of those things, right? It should first be the one thing, and then it should turn into the other. I, that, that part of it is awkward now. The, I, it the way feels that, to me like they want that moment in front of the crowd. But, but, then, so, but it could be both. They could do the moment and then immediately. It seems or, like you're doing. A, I think that path needed to be more direct, right? Like make them a tag team, make them compete for the belts, make them do that whole thing. Like that seemed like a direct path. This seems more convoluted than that. Like have somebody qualify, have some like this seems a little bit more messy. It kind of works for me now, though, because if the story is what happened, and then Riddle basically putting himself into danger for Randy Orton while he's whatever's going on with him, and then now there's you know they've set him up against a tag team who happens to have the tag team titles. And then Randy Orton at some point needs to come back and help him. He's, you know, that's sort of what it feels like is being set up. The part that's confusing is money in the bank being in between all of this and Riddle being in that match. And that's the confusing part to me, which is I almost like why if this is going towards that SummerSlam having an RK bro versus, you know, for the tag titles match. Why is Riddle in this match? And I almost wonder, actually, I, I think you could go an interesting way if Riddle does win the briefcase, kind of says, no, nah, but I'm focusing on the tag titles for now. And then whatever happens at SummerSlam, win or lose, and then you, you keep it as a tag time with Randy slowly resenting the fact that Riddle is carrying around the briefcase. I think that works with the pieces we have now. If Riddle doesn't win the briefcase, I don't know why he's in this match if we're going towards a, a longer team move. That's sort of where I am. It's just that I'm probably more lined up with that at this point. But I mean, I I'm still entertained by it. I'm still you know trepidatious, but but willing to continue watching. And and with the bar that it is on Raw, it's by far the best thing that we've got for three hours of wrestling every Monday night. Um, uh, with with what we know, we know at least with the exception of the two women. Uh, you know, the possibilities for the last few Money in the Bank matches for the men. Who do we think wins the briefcases? I'm at not. This point? I'm not there. I'm, I'm not. I honestly, I'm not there yet. I'm not. I don't. Well, we don't have a show between now and Money in the Bank. Well, I mean, you guys can do a show. I'm not. I'm not denying. Uh, I, I'm on vacation too. Oh, all right. Well, then never mind. You guys can't do a show. But Brandon can do it. And do it for himself. He can just sit in a room <laughs> by himself. There's mayor male pad and baldness. Um, I'm just. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah. I'll, ju- I'll just write like a thousand <laughs> tweets, and that can be the show. Yeah, that can be the show for sure. Um, I, 
I get that we 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 always say that the best scenario is to have a heel win Money in the Bank, right? And so, I eesh, I I'm leaning towards the idea, not knowing exactly where they're, and I hate saying this. I'm leaning towards the idea that the story that they're trying to tell us, and the one that we hate, is Baron Corbin winning Money in the Bank. I'm leaning towards that idea that based on the storytelling that they've done, that that retools his character in some way. It reminds everyone that we have somebody that has nuclear heat that we truly hate when crowds are back, that every time they're on the screen, we lose our minds. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm weirdly lining towards Baron Corbin. Obviously, he has to win the qualifying match against Shinsuke. I can't fathom him not winning the qualifying match against Shinsuke after the way that the last few weeks have gone. That all being said, I think the best story that exists is Kevin Owens. I think that's the best guy that could use this for a boost right now to re-elevate himself somewhere. And especially as we get to a place where we don't know who's going to be on what show. I, I clearly don't think you go back to Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, because at this point, unless Kevin Owens is beating Roman Reigns, and I don't think you do it, I just don't think you have him go lose to Roman Reigns again. But that Kevin Owens could credibly be the one to take down Bobby Lashley, you know, I'd be for that. Um, I'd be absolutely in favor of that, and I think that could work. So... I think right now my my top my top heel option is Corbin. My top face option is KO. Okay. I'm wondering if it's Biggie. Biggie to me, kind of. If if we're going the the different option, the Kevin Owens thing. Well, I I agree. If you're going over to Lashley, that makes a lot of sense and can work and do everything. I think that if you're going the face route, which right now I, I just don't believe in the Baron Corbin thing. I think this is going the way that we've seen a lot of these kind of depressed storylines go where he has to, you know, this is going to be a long-term thing where over the course of months he figures out the way to be happy again or whatever, get his confidence back or whatever the hell the deal is. I don't think it's an immediate thing, and I do think Nakamura ends up in the latter match. Um, so there aren't there just aren't a lot of heels. I guess you could say Seth Rollins, but we've been there, done that with Seth Rollins. Um, so I'm, I'm staring at Big E because you could go just a number of different directions with Big E. Um, you, you could have him jump, o- use that to jump over to Raw, get back with a new day, challenge Lashley, provide a new uh, opponent for Lashley, even though I do think that we're looking at a very serious uh, landscape change for the draft. So I'm not sure necessarily as far as just kind of moving things around, you necessarily have to do something drastic with the briefcase. But um, I think you can just do a little bit more with Big E than you can with KO, specifically with the Brie. I, I mean, I don't really know that I agree with that in any way, but I, I have no problem. I mean, I don't. what more can you do with, with Big E that you can't do with Kevin Owens? Now, if what you're saying is that Big E could more use the briefcase than Kevin Owens, I'll— Well, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying is, yeah. is Kevin Owens doesn't need it. I mean, I and I and I'll hear that, and that goes back to: Do you want the person that wins the briefcase to be the person that has risen already, or someone that's going to rise because of it? And this is similar to what I say about: the, I always prefer someone who's having a moment be the one who you go with. Right now, the idea of if it's Big E, it's it's Big E, and it's great, and everybody loves Big E. He's just sort of been a bit stagnant of late, 
and not all that exciting to me. And I think if you're going with a face briefcase winner, I want it to be someone that I'm immediately jacked up about. And in Big E, there's a little bit more work that's got to be done just because it's been a stagnant couple of months for Big E. That's all. Um, just, just not really hitting for the last couple of months. Whereas Kevin Owens has been, you know, murdering. So that's all. That's the only thing I would feel between those two things. What about as far as a heel's concerned? I mean, there are, I, I would love the idea of a John Morrison briefcase, but I feel like we just did that with the Miz. So they're not going to do that. I mean, other than that, I guess they, I, yeah, they really you know, are all, I mean, Seth Rollins, obviously. Yeah. Seth, Seth Rollins, but we've, we've done that. And I don't, think they do that again though I, I wouldn't completely write off that possibility but yeah i mean unless someone again attacks ricochet and gets in the mess that way you know adam well, Cole was, was wearing money you. in the bank tights i was just gonna ask you do you see anyone not making it to the match and honestly at this point i know we've all been saying that about ricochet i think he's third on my list of people who might not make it to the match i think you've got two other people I think the most likely is Riddle to not make it to the match. I think I think your second most likely is Drew McIntyre to not make it to the match, considering what they did on Monday. Could that just be uh, we're bored and we've got nothing else to do? Sure, that could it could be that. It could also be a way to have him not lose the money in the bank <laughs> ladder match is to have him do this whole Jinder Mahal thing for a, a month or two um, because. It doesn't seem likely he's going to be anywhere near the title until they put him on SmackDown. So, and you don't want him with the briefcase in the Roman Reigns scenario. That doesn't make any sense. So, I think if you're going to have him go to Reigns, it would have to be in the Conqueror, like, big hero way. Who takes that spot if if somebody doesn't make it? Is is, is I think it's your surprise right scenario. It's your Adam Cole or it's whoever's Adam, coming yeah, up. I carrying cross like whatever whatever we're doing i don't know what we're doing that's a whole other conversation but i do see it as a potential person we're not thinking about situation and zelina vega did mention nxt title in her promo about which title you could go for with the money in the bank briefcase which is the first time i think i've heard that ever I didn't, even ca- I didn't even catch it, being honest with she you. She said, maybe the Raw title, maybe the SmackDown title, maybe the NXT title. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. That's interesting. All right. Um, let's move on. It's because you brought up NXT. Let's let's move on to that. Um, Great American Bash, besides the, the Hit Row Cypher. Um, they did not... I, I was so nervous that they were going to have Kyle O'Reilly win that match. My God, I was so nervous they were going to have Kyle O'Reilly win that match. And don't get me wrong, it was a good match. There's there's no debate that it was a good match. But it's it's just still not working. And it just starts with, I mean, how, how many weeks are we into this? It's not getting better. I can't root for the guy that I don't want to see walk to the ring. I can't root for that guy. Even if he's a good performer, Even I can't. If, if it hurts me, if it literally pains me to watch him walk to the ring, there is no scenario by which I can root for that guy and want him to win matches. There's no world in which that can work. I, they, they are not fixing it. I don't know what they're doing. It's insane how bad it is. It's, you, you, you think he's having like a medical event as he's coming to the ring. It's so... <laughs> this is a Shane McMahon situation, man. Like You, you have to stop this somehow, some way. And the funny part being, if they just did that, like if they just did it and let him be a wrestler, 
they'd probably be fine. Like, it probably wouldn't be a problem. But they're not recognizing how bloody fucking painful it is to watch Kyle O'Reilly come to the ring every week and why before a match starts, immediately I want him to lose. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, obviously we all were, were down on it. I was curious about just how down on it people were in Orlando, specifically in Orlando. Mm. And the fact that Cole was noticeably oh, getting louder chance no during doubt. that match, just I, it, it erases any doubt listen, that they're going get, about this the wrong Let way. me just caveat that with, I mean, he's going to get louder cheers than almost everybody on he, that roster. He is Adam Cole. Yeah, is. but... But I, I'm not I think saying I'm not defending the Kyle. O'Reilly. I'm just saying that's a tough barometer. Like I think if you put him out there with, you know, uh, Austin Theory or something, then you could well, Austin, get a better idea. Austin Theory is not getting any chance. So if he, that's if my point, a, that's right. my whole point. Like you need no, to but, put him but, out there with someone. Oh, oh, if, saying, if something's but, truly dead in the water, they will get a shit reaction in that situation. My my point is with the dueling chance. If Kyle O'Reilly was where they thought Kyle O'Reilly was, he'd be getting even chance with Adam Cole. It wouldn't be whispering. I mean, Kyle, Adam Cole, like it was. It I was, don't think it was as bad as you are laying. Out. I there, there was there, were there was a word. I was, I was specifically I was specifically listening for that because I wanted to hear that because I was wondering if we were going over the top with Kyle. And there were times in the dueling chance where the Adam Cole was noticeably considerably louder oh i mean again and there is some amount of that that's fair this is just the nature of adam cole people just choose to love adam cole but that's a problem that that is a problem like that that you can't ignore if the idea of this was using adam cole to get kyle o'reilly over it's a real problem when people nobody wanted to see kyle o'reilly win that match like nobody wanted to see that and that's an issue when you're trying to make someone the top face on the show that's a real problem if nobody wants to see him win the match now um apparently uh, also i was told that at one point uh they were chanting you still suck uh the crowd in orlando to orlando to kyle o'reilly um i had not seen that that was i didn't hear that one uh that was something that was floating around on twitter and i do know somebody who was in the crowd on tuesday night and they said it was very it was it was not close like there was not a huge contingency of Kyle O'Reilly's supporters. Now, again, it's a small crowd. It's not an overwhelming crowd that's inside the um, the CWC. But it's the crowd they're working in front of. Correct. That's the crowd they're working in front of, and it does, just doesn't work. It's bad. They, they've got to figure that out. I've said it a billion times. They've got to... It, it starts... It's so easy. Just have him stop doing that shit, reset, let him be a worker for a little while. I don't think it means that Kyle O'Reilly can't be a guy at some point. Just stop all the nonsense and re reimagine it. And in the meantime, as I keep saying, you have your human reset button and everything is set up coming out of this match next week for Samoa Joe to be in a position for whatever happens. He's, um, you know, he gets involved physically with Karrion Cross, and it sets up a Samoa Joe Karrion Cross title match at TakeOver. And if, as you guys are convinced, or at least Brandon's convinced, Karrion Cross is moving on because he's working all these whatever superstars or whatever these shows, I don't even know what they are. If that's Mid the event. Case, whatever, if whatever it is, then give Samoa Joe the belt and ride with that and reset your programming from there because these are your two biggest problems right now in Karrion Cross and Kyle O'Reilly. And you have a human reset button for all of your issues in the, the the person of Samoa Joe. The Johnny Gargano situation is a bit weirder, and I... It's very weird. 
I have no idea what they're doing with that, and I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm completely clueless as to where they're going with that. But for a second, it felt like they were doing the like when they, you know, when they fucked up Daniel Bryan's amazing heel run by just needing him to be a face. This started to feel like that for a minute. Not that this was even close to as good. No, I'm just saying the awkward like he sort of was being facey, but then they didn't do that, and then this week he was. Not likable. <laughs> they were both kind of a holes, right? Like this is a very weird. It almost makes me feel like again, like we were saying last week, they just want you to cheer for Joe or want Joe. Well, and that's the story. To beat this the is, shit out of both of them. The right? story is about Joe. This is a yeah. Joe story. That's what this is. It's an awkward way of telling a Joe story, but it still works. It has worked, and I'm still with it. It's just weird. That's all. It's there, there weird. is one thing they could do wrong, <laughs> and and I. I never would have thought of this, right, at all. But I was, and I, I know you're going to make fun of me for saying this. I was listening to a podcast. Oh, no, that doesn't seem like um, weird. weird. I believe weird. it was um, to Ryan Satin or whatever had Gargano on. And they were talking about, like, basically how the way came up and what the idea of the way was. And his idea for the way was basically its evolution. He's the Triple H, and Austin Theory is the uh, Randy Orton. And then he kind of, like, got weird and changed the subject. And I thought to myself, they're not going to do, like, Samoa Joe's not going to be the Ric Flair, right? Like, (laughs) or the Batista or whatever. Like, they're not going to have Samoa Joe help Johnny win the title, are they? No. Because that would be really weird. No, that doesn't. The only reason, anyway. well, I thought about that, and I thought about the fact that they might want to shotgun that title off of Cross, right? right? Well, if, but you think next week? I don't. I don't. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that. I don't think anything. I'm just saying he has literally been wrestling matches for the last four Raws and Smackdowns against people like Cesaro. I mean, I hear and you. people like I like if Vince McMahon says I want him now. Guess what? He gets them. I, I understand. Oh, that's the way that. it works. I, I think we're, we're we're about to see a serious call up uh, flood, and I think that Cross is one of them. Yes. But I, the notion that that has to be right now instead of being no, no one said it has to be. It can be at the it can be at the draft. Right. What yeah, if correct. it's what if it is right now though? I mean, that's they they can do that, but you need a you need a top face. You don't have a top face at all. I like mean, so, you, like you said, Samoa Joe is the solution. Let, let him be your reset button until you have a top face who's ready. And whoever that is, I, again, but the way the crowd reacted, I am utterly convinced that it could be Timothy Thatcher. I, I have been telling you guys yeah. that for a month. I the, the crowd absolutely backed up the fact that th- this the NXT universe, as you will, is ready for a Timothy Thatcher moment and wants a Timothy Thatcher moment very badly. And you know, could you imagine him and Karrion Cross in the fight pit? I mean, I'm for it, but I don't think that they're. I don't think it's there yet. I don't think no, it's there it's yet. No, it's not. I'm just saying, like, there are so many possibilities with that guy that you might not have with people that you, you know, you have this fight pit thing hanging out there that you can use at any time if you push yeah, him. Yeah, hundred percent. They're, they're, he's so unique. He's such a unique character. I don't see them doing much with him on the main roster, but on NXT, most certainly you could. I, I'm just so amazed we're at, at this point with Thatcher, considering that everybody, including the you know 
the NXT fans are largely the fans that watch Evolve, who watch, you know, all these other things. And the Timothy Thatcher title reign went over so poorly in Evolve and just wasn't a thing. And people were, you know, openly against his match. So it's just, it's amazing to see this evolution for him. I mean, they are, it really is. They are fully behind him. Now, a lot of that has to do with Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa's greatness. There's no debate about that. And again, Tommaso Ciampa can always be the answer to these questions, too. But you have to reset something. You have to reset right now. You have a couple of problems. you got to reset them. All right. Um, let's spend a few minutes on – I mean, is there anything else from, from NXT that you wanted to cover? No. Uh, Tegan Knox is back. I, I, I Pretty wish, much what we thought. Yeah, I mean, I wish I, wish I cared more about that. I just – Yeah, it, I, it, it, I, it took me a minute to even fi- realize right, who it was, right. to be honest. Speaking of which – Oh, Jesus Christ. Speaking of which. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I almost don't. I just almost don't even want to talk about it. Uh, no, I just almost don't even want to talk about it because, like, everybody else is just so willing to pretend like none of these things are problems, <laughs> and AEW is just great, and it, it doesn't matter, and we're not going to judge them the same way that we would judge any other company. We're just gonna. I, I just wish. <laughs> I I I just wish. Like, there's a part of that really wishes I could just do that. I could just say, you know what, guys, you're right. The hell with everything else. AEW's the best. And I, I just can't do it. How in the bloody fuck are you going to bring in something, make it seem like it's the biggest goddamn deal in the world, and have no idea what the character's name is? It's, it, it's you know what? so... I had, I had an epiphany. You know how we laugh about when WWE is like, who is this when someone runs in that we that everyone knows that we know who Correct. it is? It has just been proven to me why you do that. Why is because that? Because of that bullshit that happened it's, on Yeah, AEW. it's better than getting it wrong. I mean, I don't necessarily... It's a hundred thousand times better than what happened on, on Dynamite. This is this is the same thing that is always... It's the same thing as not knowing what your women's champion's name is. It's the same thing... like. These are very small things about professional wrestling. You have one opportunity to introduce, and I get it, who do we really think is being introduced to this person? Like, I think most anyone who watches AEW is aware of who Tommy End is. And th- this was this was a fucking joke. I mean, this was... What made it worse is the name is bad, too. Well, I... So when- so when, whenever whenever they are saying Tom, that's Tommy End, well, that doesn't look like Tommy End. <laughs> Actually, well, yes, I, Malachi uh, Black. Here's, oh, is, is I was going to say, I think that's they were trying what they were trying to do, and it came off really clumsy with saying like, "This isn't the Tommy End that I knew years ago. This but is it, a it, new th- guy." Th- that that never even like I think that it was just very clumsy. If, but if, I think if, I, if, I'm giving them that much credit for that no. line is that. Yeah, no, I, I genuinely think that's what Excalibur was trying to do. I, I think clumsy. I, but it, it wasn't working. But Excalibur right, should have no, never. It was extremely clumsy. It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't clumsy. Really it was a disaster. Aaron, you're being it, way too. You're being way. Yeah, you're giving them way yeah. too much credit here. It was a fucking disaster. It was a. <laughs> they they kept saying Tommy or Tony. Like they had no idea what they were. Well, saying. yeah, that part. I'm, I'm just talking about the one idea of that's not the Tommy. That the, that the, line. The one line that line is like the. No, but he nobody said like that at first. He said and and. It was said that if there was video footage, that it would have looked like him going, going that, well, I think that's Tommy End. That's, well, it's Malachi Black. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was such a disaster. I don't, this is the, this is the, the minimum. The transition was so awkward. 
Yeah. The absolute minimum of what you should be capable of doing as a wrestling company is saying we're introducing someone that we're trying to pretend is a really big deal. And so when we do that, we have to be able to tell everyone what their name is in a very decided way. We, there is no rushing around on this. You want to you wanna have Alex Caliber tell that story about, you know, that I used to know this guy years ago? Do it three weeks from now. Do it at some point in order to, in the introduction, to be throwing around multiple names. It, it was a clusterfuck of epic proportions. It was. And the, yeah. I mean. Uh, even more than that, the whole frustrating thing is. We actually had a surprise for like the first time in wrestling. No one expected uh, him for two and months. like a and like a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, like like this was for the first time. I can't remember the first time we've been legitimately surprised. No one could have seen this coming because no one could have expected this coming because it only happened because apparently WWE fucked up the contract. No, like this is the first time that has happened in years, and they fucked it up. Well, That's and so and then you combine with it, I actually think they did a good job. I, I assume that means that the lights going out earlier in the night was was planned, yep. and so they p- positioned this as maybe it's just another issue that we're having in the building. Like, they did a lot of good things in trying to lay it out. Now, I mean this in all due respect. I've said a million times, I wish I liked Alistair Black, Tommy End, Mal- Malachi End, as much as the rest of you guys do. I wish I did. I've never been in him in that way. He's been fine and no more than fine for me over the years. He's a you know, a he was a cool entrance and a good performer, but I don't think he's so special that it makes that big of a difference to me. But I get it, like a lot of people like the guy, a lot of people are into him, and so they were trying to make this big moment happen and this was shit. And by the way, Let's combine this with, this is also by far the most compelling thing you could do with, with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, who's the worst character in all of professional wrestling, who, who is painful to my eyes, ears, and all other senses at all points when he's on TV, who, of course, they embarrassingly trotted out there. It's the first show on the road again, so we've got to remind everybody, it's the Cody Rhodes show right at the top. Don't let anyone ever forget this company is Cody fucking Rhodes, and let's remind them immediately when we get back out on the road that that's the case. As bad as that is, this is by far a better way for using him. By by a billion, that's better to do it in this way. And... You don't know what the guy's fucking name is. Maybe you just guys want to pretend. If you just want to keep pretending because you so badly want this to be something that it is, that's your call. But this is shameful wherever it happens. In professional wrestling, for you to be debuting a major character and for you not to be able to nail the name is terrible. Terrible. And, and I have to add, I hate to keep banging this drum, but it, it has to be mentioned that... This thing that Jim Ross did is is the problem with Jim Ross and not him accidentally saying WWE. Him saying stuff like, well, I guess that's what he's going to be called. You can't talk like but, that. But that it's, it's a step beyond that. If that's, if that's Jim Ross fucking up, Jim Ross should. I don't believe it's just Jim Ross fucking up. 
that's I, his attitude. That's his attitude. No, I, no. He, there's he, other things like him. Him yeah. going off about randomly going off about factions later on in the yes. night. That's a Jim yes. Ross problem. This yes. is a company problem. When you're doing something like this, and for all the things that WWE does poorly, WWE, there is no world. When when we get to this is supposed to be a big deal, they will drill it down. They'll have six meetings with you to make sure you understand what your responsibility is, what your role is, and making sure something gets pulled off. They do not let these things slip through the cracks. Aaron, you might make that might be a point where that's why it's so rare that you get a moment of true surprise, of true shock, because WWE rehearses things so much they drill down they make sure everyone understands if we're going to pull this off this is what you've got to do AEW is clearly not doing that it is not their priority in any way because if it was just Jim Ross fucking up I promise you he would have been gone by now he would have been out by now you can't have this happen this much and just say well it's all on one guy because he doesn't care enough or because you know he's this is clearly a company problem it's a company problem that they don't get why these things matter. They don't get why they're well, important, and they it, don't get the difference in looking sometimes like, no offense, impact, in looking sometimes like a low-rent wrestling program versus being a major production that goes far beyond wrestling. These are mistakes that get made. Well, and it's not just the mistake, though. It's the fact that so uh, the way I take, because he's done this several times, that I guess that's, that's his way of saying, "Well, I didn't fuck this up. They fucked this up, and you know, you know, that's that's his way be. of saving." It his, might, I mean, it, it, it might it, be. I don't know. It's a habit. It's not the he does this a lot, and and those are the things. That's why I think he needs to go. It's not because he accidentally says a name or like they don't know the guy's name because and that's a company problem. You're right. It, it, it's like when Chris Statler, I guess she's an alien or yeah, something yeah, like 100%, that. Those, those are hundred percent. Those are yeah. things that are issues. There's no doubt. There are things that are issues. This was a clusterfuck of epic proportions and. Um, if we find out more that it was like, well, we were trying to have other people be in on the surprise, you can try that, but then Excalibur's not saying what he's saying. If if it were they they clearly knew something was happening and it was just poorly laid out to be delivered. It was really quite bad in that way. Dreadful. Yeah, and then you can add to it that AEW really likes people to beat up old guys on TV because apparently we just beat up old guys. We do it twice, three times oh, a show. They let old guys Let's, beat each other up. I mean, like that that's a different that's a different. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, there's just the sheer timing of it, which, you know, again, great because it was, it was the surprise, but you do this two weeks after your debut Andrade and, like... It said, you know, it, it just it goes on well, to what but, we're saying is that right. it's just at some two, a two week thing and then get the new thing up. Correct. It's always a shiny new ball. It's always hit, look at the shiny new toy. Don't look at this. Let me distract you. Wag the dog. Here's this other thing over here. That being said, the shame of that is you could argue that, you know, like Kenny Page, Kenny Hangman is the freshest feeling championship matchup that they could possibly have. It's certainly the most worthy if they're dragging it out to a pay-per-view. Um, I mean, I guess Kenny Moxley was 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 particularly worthy. So that's but was that a pay-per-view? No, that that was one. Yeah, that, that was, was a that the, was the December thing. Yeah. So this would be the most worthy pay-per-view championship match in I literally don't know how long. I mean, like that. It is. It's so. It's been such a long time since they've had a worthy pay-per-view championship match. That if that's where they're going, it's and I get that's a bad bar, but they're still meeting that bar. 
it's it's good. You're you were completely wrong about the the Dark Order thing. Uh, the Dark Order thing did nothing. Like that 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 segment was not nearly. It didn't just it didn't detract from where they're going, but. Uh, no, it, it did I, I needed it for the Adam Page character. I, 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 Adam Page, like, what do you view as the? And, and I feel like the, there's a lot of time with the Adam Page over the past. Oh, I six think there's. A, I think there's a problem with what the Adam Page character is. Like he's an, like, like like what do you think the Adam Page story is? And and I feel like cause there there was this other time when we got you know had a big disagreement about Adam Page and it was coming off of basically you you know when when he cost uh the Young Bucks the thing and you were like well Adam Page is the biggest dick in all of this and I disagreed with you well, on he definitely that. he was absolutely the biggest dick No in all well, of and that. that's the thing is that I, I feel like you're ignoring big parts of the Adam Page story and and honestly part of it is they they're not reminding you of it enough but I, I or they showed it on a YouTube show and we didn't No get no, no 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 this was this was the big go home moment to that but like the the biggest thing here is like to me the whole Adam Page story starts really I mean you could say it starts back farther but it's all encapsulated by the the pre match against the Young Bucks where he goes off on how he was always the 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 you know the guy who was picked on in the elite he's always the guy who wasn't supposed to be in the the elite this is, this is the guy the elite never never trusted on and now he has the titles and now the Young Bucks are trying to take it away when he finally accomplished something and they never gave him credit and that is to me like that sparked everything in the but wasn't so much of that on YouTube I I mean but that promo itself was on Dynamite that one rant that but one that, promo but that was just on comes Dynamite. off unlikable. That doesn't come off. It comes off as nothing other than unlikable. Like you really, if if a group is is making fun of you constantly no, and you're, belittling you're, you, constantly? you're saying they are. You're not showing that. They're two different things. So he Aaron. he could just be a delusional asshole. Correct. Like all you're doing is saying this is how I feel. You're not actually doing the work of making people know that's real. And these guys really are dicks in that moment. You're not doing that. You're just saying. I feel that way. Okay, crazy. Like I, you know, I don't, I don't see that. So it, it doesn't. It just looks like you, your insecurity, is is your problem. You're you're not. That's all it is, and it makes you unlikable. And you know, he was an alcoholic. Like there was a lot of issues related to Hangman Page. Now. If they had gone down that story, and the reason why he needed the Dark Order is because he needed, like, sponsors, he needed people to keep his life in order, that might have been more interesting. But the guy that the crowd is counting, chanting cowboy shit for, that guy shouldn't be a guy that needs people to tell him he's okay. That guy should be a guy that has, like, an ounce of confidence in himself because there's an entire fucking crowd of thousands of people chanting for him. It's not a good story. Now... At Hangman Kenny is a good story. That's a completely different thing. That's a good story, and they should go that route, but the Dark Order doesn't help that story in any way. Well, there's one way in which it helps, and it's that Kenny has like a, a hundred friends, so yeah, you, Hangman needs some it. people to it, support I mean, him. That's certainly better. I don't disagree. Like if you know, if you feel like you have to involve the Dark Order, if you feel like you have to even the numbers up, that's certainly a way that you can go about doing it. But the other side of it, like the Ken- Kenny's got to believe in himself. For fuck's sake, watch the start that, of the show. But I, I understand that. But that is the story they've been telling. That is the story they've been telling. From I mean, you go back to remember we all liked the the whole thing where the Dark Order offered him a group, and he's just like. 
guys, I, I can't do this group thing again. Like, that is the story they're telling. I have another Whether you, you could say they're not telling it well, but that is I, absolutely I don't think the story that that's they're the, telling. I don't think that, that those two things are even related, man. Uh, I have another it is, problem. It is, it is the, the whole thing with the elite. The fact that, you know, remember, Kenny started celebrating and he came out and was, you know, lurking on the ramp. All of it is just kind of... Uh, for lack of a but better term, but the PTSD explain why he was lurking on the r- ramp. Like it, it was. It didn't make sense that he was all of a sudden depressed. It, like none of it made any sense. You're he the was tag team champion. The whole thing. The, the drinking was him being depressed. Well, no, but he's still doing that. And and by the right, way, that's, that's what I was just about to say. My other problem is they have to explain the drinking stuff because they can't or, or turn the corner or do something with it because you can't have an alcoholic. Well, you face. No, I disagree with that. You, you, uh, you, can, you can have a, a party, and that's when people are chanting cowboy shit, and it's sort of Stone Cold Steve Austin-y, right? Like, right. a guy who's just a, a drunk who likes... The, the, this is where these things are all conflated. They no point suggested that the drinking was only because of the awkward... Kenny Omega... Or, or, Hangman Page no, was they, always... No, they, they have suggested that. They definitely have suggested that. He didn't start drinking because things were awkward with the elite. That's yes. N- yes. That's exact. That's exactly the reason. That no, they might have driven it down more, but he did not start drinking because things got awkward with no, the he, elite. He didn't even come out with beer previously. No, he would that drink beers started... from the crowd. He would go because, get. But that started, dude. I'm with Aaron on this. That started with all of this elite stuff because he wasn't no, he coming was, out with that before. He was doing it in celebratory fashion. He wasn't doing it because things were dark. He did with both. The... No, he did both. I, I understand that he did some of that. It didn't start because he was depressed with how things were going with the elite, so I needed to have a drink. He was drinking with the crowd, celebrating as but part of, of the, the elite. backstage drinking was very negative connotation. None of that was celebratory or positive at all. At times, yes. At times, it just became part of who he was. We associated Kenny, or sorry, I keep saying Kenny Omega. We associated Hangman Page with drinking. And I know you're going to find this crazy. Professional wrestling fans like drinking. So trying to pretend like drinking was the thing that was telling the way some that subtle stories. In my opinion, the way they've characterized this has not come off as fun or okay it's come off as this is an alcoholic at, at time, they absolutely started telling that story but then yeah. they abandoned that that story went away they there is no more about hangman being an alcoholic any longer they've never seen until that. until kenny cuts a promo next week well, <laughs> that, that. i mean that, yeah. and that might very well be what it is but this is they haven't seen any of these things through so that's why your thing about he he needs somebody to say he believes in him for what fucking reason? They, that's because not... he is that insecure. He is that insecure, and he's always been that insecure. Yeah, you're, or you're, the character has. You've, you have you have cling to some small thing at some point as being well, a story say, I, that they've told. I, I hate that I'm they agreeing with told, Aaron. They have not told that story at all. That is they, not a story well, they've told. I, I will say this. Kenny's promo would suggest... What Aaron's saying. They want to revisit that for yeah, sure, right, but right. they have not told the story. That has not existed. That's not a thing. Like, it, it's... I, I get that that might be what they want to do now because they want you to think that that's a thing because they want the Dark Order to be involved and they want to justify the Dark Order being involved, but the the guy, the, 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 the cowboy shit guy is not that guy. And they haven't done anything to say that he's more of the other guy than this guy of late. That That's not... There has been no story like that. He's just sort of had this weird friendship with the Dark Order where he's been the savior, where he's been the guy they're obsessed with and in love with. There's been no story about him desperately needing um, affirmation. That has not existed. 
Yeah, I, I, I think good. he has cut enough promos about needing affirmation. When the entirety of the 2020, the entirety of 2020, between January when they won the titles and when they lost the titles, he constantly. I mean, why did he do it? What was the explanation he gave for screwing over the Young Bucks when they had the chance of giving FDR the titles? It was because. Kenny, I thought that's what you wanted. I thought that's how you know we you could get respect for me. That was the explanation he gave on Dynamite about it. Okay, that These was promos. That was a long time ago. They have not okay, continued saying, anything like, about that. They have known and by no way and it was when he was the dick. So now the face hangman page is supposed to be the guy that needs to feel something. The face hangman page is supposed to be cowboy shit guy, is supposed to be a badass, is supposed to be someone who doesn't need these things. And, and, to, and to get to cowboy shit, he needs to get over the elite. And no, he, they, you know, they felt they needed a group to give him affirmation for it. To me, it makes a, it's a logical. If you can say that it was done poorly, fine, it wasn't but it's done. a logical it's, step. You keep saying this. It wasn't done. They abandoned that and suddenly wanted to go back to it as if it mattered. It didn't matter. The, the the dark order I would the best thing I can give you is that at least it equals the numbers game right like I can give you that that at least it equals the numbers game and they're better off tell, they're me. way better off telling that story than they are trying to go this makes no sense none it's 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 silly if if you need some comedy troupe to be what makes you believe that you're good enough I don't want to root for you I don't want you, you need to somebody. win somebody like I like I said last week it didn't have to be the dark order I do think it needed to be somebody that's a bad character. That's a bad, uninteresting character that should not be competing for a championship, and I sure as fuck hope doesn't win. Like, that's a terrible face character. It's not, it's, it's not interesting. It's, it, again, it's not what they've actually done. You're just trying to throw some pieces together. No, and, I'm not. It, it is absolutely no, what they've been trying to do. It's, you can't Aaron, you're revisiting something from a year ago. They did it, and then you say, well, that, that doesn't matter. Like, you can't no, you're revisiting something from a year ago and ignoring yes, everything that had happened. Ago. Things matter for more than three weeks. This is what we complain about. Have you watched? Have no, no, no. It's what we complain about. Have you watched AEW? Nothing matters from a year ago. ago, And the year ago thing. The year ago thing that you're alluding to made him a fucking heel. That's yeah. they you, didn't make him a heel though. They, That's they, the no, they did. They did. One hundred percent. But to a lot of people, he wasn't. They kind of did make him a heel. 100% on television, he was the heel, Aaron. There's no debate about that. You might say there were still people that liked him because he was Hangman Page. On television, he was 1,000% the heel. At the, at the, I mean, he literally cost the Young Bucks the tag team champions when they were faces. And they were arguably the biggest faces on the show at the time. There's no debate you know? about this. To say you're yeah. going back to it, fine, you're going back to it. But that means I shouldn't like this guy. There's nothing about this and that says Aaron, this just should... A, just, a, just to piggyback on something Glenn said about... Yes, we do want long-term storytelling, and we do want all companies to acknowledge things that have happened. But you can't do something and then completely do nothing for four months well, or that, six that months and then be like, oh, yeah, remember six months and ago? And so when I say they're that's not doing it, that's what I mean. They're not doing constantly. it. To just say, hey, go back and remember this other thing and forget about everything you've seen between then, that's not good storytelling. That's shit. That's bad, man. Stop. In fact, that, well, come in fact on. WWE has done that. Granny's telling us, we need, to, <laughs> telling us we need to remember that Nia and, and uh, Shayna were beating up Lana eight months ago when they're teaming with Eva now. 
Well, that also, wasn't a storyline point. I mean, that was just me laughing about how they, yes, they that definitely was like did a, not make a story. Out of it. There's things. no debate. Yes, it was just some odd thing that he pointed out on the site. Yeah, yeah. All of this is stupid because I still am good with Hangman and Kenny yeah. Omega. I'm still Absolutely. fine with it. It's just the notion that that segment had anything to do with making me more interested. No, it did not. I, 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 the only part, and by the way, to Brandon's credit, he has sold me on the idea the Dark Order has to exist just to keep the numbers game even. I'm, I, it's, it's something I have to accept. I don't want it. It doesn't help, but for no other reason than because the numbers game has to be equal, they have to be around. I will acknowledge that as being a, a fair point that I hope leads to them not being part of the story. Um, whenever we get to the match, I hope that they have taken each other out, forced it to be a, you know, a stipulation where if anybody else gets involved, yeah. you know, like they, they it absolutely you, needs to be one on one at the end. I will not disagree like, with the, you. There. The story of this should have nothing to do with the Dark Order. This should they should only exist in the context of if your goons try to get involved, we will be here to help out someone we like. That's the only way that the Dark Order should be involved with any of this. This should be. A, a Kenny and Hangman story because all of these other convoluted things you're tossing out as being good storylines are not good storylines. That That's the part of it that's a good storyline is is Kenny and Hangman revisiting something. That part works. You're the worst. Um, <laughs> hey, Glenn. How's NXT doing? How's NXT doing five years later? <laughs> all right? Hey, all Glenn. Right. Do you think they have possibly slapped us over the... Or, or knocked us over the head with the obvious reveal that they are most certainly going to go the way they shouldn't with the MJF Chris Jericho thing. Oh, I mean, they, they couldn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that's, it's, <laughs> it's gross. It's gross. I mean, that's, it's. I, I, I'm just Chris praying Jericho's that they just gonna swerve us. Look, if. Every single member of the pinnacle. Is it, it's possible. It's possible that you could have Jericho go over every member of the pinnacle then lose to MJF anyway. But how does that help MJF? <laughs> to lose to MJF? He beat a guy that beat, that lost at six... It's all in one night, right? Did they say that the MJF match would be in the same night too? I thought it was that all of the other guys would be in the same night. I didn't think they said... Yeah, that. I assumed I, I, I he thought... had to beat them all in one night. I didn't... I, I, I could have not oh, paid attention. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I assume, I'm just so focused on that being at all out that I just kind of assumed that... By the way, if you were MJF, wouldn't you make it all in one night? <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> I mean, if you have the power to make, why wouldn't you make it? He has to beat a million men. There's, right, if you've got right, like, right, I mean, yeah. this goes back to why the stipulations, like allowing somebody to pick a stipulation. The stipulation is if you show up for the match, I, I win. Like that would be the stipulation that I would make. Especially after Chris Jericho, Jericho did say, I agree to any stipulation that he yeah, wants. Correct. Like, a one count for me and a 30 count for right, you. Yeah, something That's along those lines. It, I mean, like this, the stipulation part of this is always a silly concept, right? But I, I thought it was, you're going to face those four guys in one night. And then once you get through all of them, then you get to face me. You know, once you bang out 30 or 40 of those hood rats, you can talk to the girl at the eBay store. Like, I thought that was <laughs> the way it was going to go. Um, and so they could do that, have MJF win that match, and then draw it out another pay-per-view for Sammy to go over MJF. And I would be okay with that being the case. But again, as we talked about, it requires a lot of long-term vision because that next pay-per-view isn't until deep in the fall. So... Like if 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 they're up for all of this, if they're up for, I guess even in your scenario, well, wait, you, when when is when is the gauntlet thing happening? They didn't say. Yeah, I don't think they uh, said that. Yeah, I mean, I I was kind of assuming the gauntlet was the end. You know, whatever the last big show of July is, 
and then that sets up MJF Jericho for Labor Day. Four opponents of my choosing, all with different stipulations. And the fifth stipulation, if you win the first four matches, MJF Rob one more time with the match again. Anything. It could be like one match a week, really. I was going to say, and that's also the other thing. It wasn't necessarily one. So th- this could drag out for the better part of the next six weeks, setting up all out. Because that's what they did with the with Moxley, is he just fought a guy each week, right? Uh, that, that was the whole setup, was like Moxley had to go through the inner circle to fight Jericho. And I don't think he fought them all in one night. I think that was like... Yeah, just yeah, and that makes sense to me. You you have one in two weeks, one in four. You know, you have them, then you have the final match it all out. I mean, that's 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 what I would think that you would do. And if you're going to do that, I, if do. you're going to have MJF win, then yeah. and have Sammy beat him in the fall, I'm I'm okay with that. If you want to do it quicker than that, if you want to have MJF beat Jericho and then do Sammy MJF at all out, I'm good with that too. It's just got to end the right way. And if it ends with Jericho going over, M- if Jericho beats MJF, that's a problem. That's the only thing that can't be acceptable here is Jericho there, going there over. Are no, there are a few good endings. There's one horrific ending. Well, there, if you want to have Sean Spears be the one to go over, that would yeah, be worse. It would be worse. You're but right about as, that. As far as logical conclusions here, if you want to have MJF go over everybody and just not have Sammy get it, I don't yeah, think it's as good as Sammy, but that's it's okay a, to me. I think that's a perfectly that fine week. ending. It's it's acceptable. It's not the story you're telling. It's not where this this storyline this story should be going to I Sammy agree. getting his moment. But I, I'm also not complaining if it is MJF winning. I mean, I I, I understand. We talked about that. All right, we, we we've done this. Enough. Yeah, we've we done this there. enough. All right, uh, who wants to plug something? Well, no, I I thought you w- wanted to talk about that awesome promo by. Some random gentleman. <laughs> Wait, who, what? what the fuck oh, was that? Oh, the guy from American Top Team whose name who I don't was know. that? By the way, that, that was the guy who had the belts on uh, AJ Show. It was. Yeah, yeah. He's the he runs oh, American okay. Top Team and he's got a lot of money. I there he's not he's not. They gave him too much credit for his fame. Like th- there's just most people still don't know who he is. He's no a idea. big they, deal. They, they know if you watched Impact or if you're a big MMA guy. That's a okay. So yeah. thro- the first group doesn't exist, Aaron. I love you, but that's, <laughs> the first group does not exist. Um, if you're a huge MMA fan, you know who he is, and he made some ripples this week in the sports world because he's going to spend a shit ton of money uh, sponsoring Miami football players to try to make oh, Miami okay. a thing again, um, and made some waves in that world. But he's not famous enough that he deserved that much and it didn't the the end of that unless it's leading to a a truly famous MMA fighter stepping in Masvidal was there with him he was there but like I can't fathom Masvidal still has things going on right I can't fathom him being the one to step in to do something big with AEW it would have to be somebody who's very famous in the MMA world that no longer has anything that they are particularly concerned I guess somebody would point out who was the other one with him? Masvidal and it was um, Amanda no, Nunes. No, it was Amanda oh, Nunes. Nunes. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so you've set something up that, like, I don't know why it would be Lance Archer, but you know, God bless if it's Lance Archer, it's Lance Archer. You've set something up that if there is some massive recent former fighter that wants to do something, that could be the way to go about doing it to get attention. But this is a very small sliver of relevance that we're talking about. It's got to be a massive, massive star 
who's got nothing better to do because AEW, like somebody would say, hey, Tyson Fury did something with WWE when he was in the midst of his massive boxing career. Yes, because WWE had Saudi Arabia money. To th- I guess we should talk about that. Uh, WWE had Saudi Arabia money to throw at him. AEW doesn't have Saudi Arabia money to throw at somebody who's in the midst of a UFC career and would run the risk of hurting themselves in the process. So there's got to be a very unique circumstance where there's someone who's relevant enough to justify giving that much attention to and is also in a place in their career where they're done fighting and they need something else to do because they're bored. I don't know who that person is off the top of my head. The internet might already know exactly who it is, and I just haven't been paying attention. But that's the only way. The, the segment itself was... was The guy cut a great promo. I mean, the guy... Yeah. The guy was tremendous. It's just that the overwhelming majority of people didn't give a shit. Like, and and Lance Archer coming out to run him off did not <laughs> make everybody say, oh, well, now this is interesting. Like, that that was enough. Lance Archer is the guy who gets really upset if you say that AEW sucks. He's the right. only one. Yeah, what a cares. random what a random thing. <laughs> and yes, the Britt Baker promo. I I would still say no, but you know, WWE's gotta gotta wear that. Like they do. They have no they have to wear it. And if 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 AEW was okay with her going there. It's I, unnecessary. It's, it comes wait, off what as did petty. I, what what did I miss? You missed Britt Baker's she, she, promo? She dropped uh, you know, peop women didn't you know, wrestlers in WWE taking their blood money type thing. Well no, she was she was cutting a promo about Tony Khan forcing her to wrestle against Nyla Rose and uh, running the risk of getting injured, and she said, um, "If we're going to do that, we might as well. Maybe the next show will be in, yeah. in Saudi Arabia. If you want your blood money, yeah. um, oh, I missed that. And so, it it worked in in Britt Baker's character. It worked. I agree with you, Aaron, that it's unnecessary. I don't feel bad for WWE in any way. No. Like you, you do what you do. This is the spot that you're in. You do what you do. Um, but no, it wasn't necessary for sure. It definitely wasn't necessary, and. Everybody's got to remember at some point they're going to want a job too. Like at some point, Britt <laughs> well, Baker. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, my, the, my other- it got a lot of attention. It got a lot of attention. And it made more sense to me than the Eddie Kingston thing did. Like thinking back on it. the Eddie Kingston thing was just so demonstrably false that like it was, it was comical that it was, this was at least a legit true. it's a legit yeah. gripe that you can make if you're trying to take a swipe you don't need to take a swipe and you'd like to be above it but if you're going to take a swipe this was at least a legitimate swipe to take um i'm the only other thing i want to say about Britt baker is i think it is interesting that she is uniquely positioned in the same place as her fiance or boyfriend or however we i don't know if they're married as adam cole which is that it's going to be really hard to get anybody to cheer against Britt baker at this point I mean, part of it is there's nobody there to fight her, but, like, even if there were, it's hard for me to see who who is going to get the pop versus Britt Baker. Just like they have the same problem in WWE with Adam Cole. It's kind of, kind of interesting. <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree. All right. Um, let's get a plug in. What do you want to plug? Aaron, I'll start with you. Uh, check out VEASAN, VEASAN.com. If you have the Comcast app, you can check out uh, the VEASAN app on there. The nightcap, 10 p.m., 1 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Pacific. And, of course, find me on Twitter at the AOS. He's not just the worst. He's a goddamn contrarian. How are you 35 years old but somehow an octogenarian? 
I really felt good about that one. I really felt good about that one. All right, uh, Brandon, what do you want to plug? You should add a line. Should add a line about the fact that we can't hear you right now. Aha. 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 Gripping. This is probably your finest work on this show. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> you should probably add a line. Of- oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, just, we'll just do this. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. We'll just we'll just have to add a line to that uh, to that line about him getting uh, a match on AEW or something to, to, of that nature. <laughs> uh, something like that. All right. What do you want to plug? They like oct- octogenarians over there. They do. Um, we just announced and so does WWE. Blue. That's the that's the thing. That's the problem. They yeah. both do. Yeah, they, they both do. do. Yes. Um. Young Blue is coming to Ramstead Live on September 9th. Tickets go on sale. Love him, of Friday. course. Of course, this is uh, the character from old school. Before it's it's before he got to be it's Young that Blue. Old. It's the younger yeah. version of Blue. I'm looking forward to that one. You're my boy. You're my boy, Blue. And uh, we also announced the return of Kicks. Baltimore's own Kicks will be playing September 18th. Tickets are on sale for that. Um, lots of other shows, uh, that we're announcing in the next couple of weeks, go to ramsedlive.com, go to at ramsedlive on Twitter, at ramsedlive on Instagram, and of course, as always, I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Thank you very much for getting that in. I'm, uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Uh, as Aaron mentioned, uh, we haven't done this before very often, but I'm not going to be around at all for the next two weeks. Apparently, Aaron's gone next week. There's a there's a good chance of at least one week without a show. Um, maybe we'll 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 post our picks or something like that. It's just it looking it's looking more and more like there will be no show next week. Uh, apologies, I gave you a goddamn uh, a battle rap this week. So like <laughs> you know, I think we should get a, a bit of a break, and we get paid no money for any of this. So one week without a show, I think you guys will live. And then if the boys can do a show the following week, that would be great. Um, It'll be two weeks before I'm back. But uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, As always, thank you. At AJ Francis 410 is how you follow him. For Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Coming out. Fuck saying something is long storm story. Oh, God damn it. Fuck myself for missing the line. Shit. <laughs>